Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, to the first of what should be three more episodes of J-Pop Duels versus The Blitz. I am once again joined by Alphonsus, a.k.a. The Alphonsus. How are you Hey, doing what's today? going on, guys? Hey! <laughs> Woo! We got, some, uh, we got some football stories to talk about, I guess. <laughs> I guess we can dive right in. Yeah, may as well just dive right in. We can start with the Jaguars. Uh, oh yeah. Um, okay. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was a close game. It was closer than most people thought it was going to be. It was only a one yeah. touchdown game. Um, I think That's the, true. I think the betting line was either eight or fourteen. Uh, so the Jaguars did better than most people thought they were going to do. They did better than I thought they were going to do. Um, admittedly, Pat Mahomes went down during the early part of the game but he came back but even with that being said the Jaguars keeping it to 20 points getting 20 points and only allowing the Chiefs to get 27 that's pretty good and uh I think it stands to reason that they could possibly be a force in the AFC going forward um right now they're definitely looking like the best team in their division so even though they did lose in a little bit of a heartbreaking fashion I know their fans would have wanted them to go a little further but I feel like going out against the Chiefs and only losing by seven points is definitely something to be proud of, and I'm fairly certain that the Jaguars will be back next season. Yeah, oh yeah, they're definitely going to be good. Like, Trevor took a Jaguars record, and so far it's only his second year, but the fact they were able to get at least a decent showing against the Chiefs, who are by no means, like, they are definitely top, like, five teams, if not more for just having a really consistent record. So, pops off to Trevor, we'll get him next year. Is that what we're calling it now? A Jaguars record? Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, why not, man? I'm just trying to be hopeful. <laughs> I guess let's move on to the next AFC game that determined yeah. who's going to play in the championship game this coming week. Uh, it was the Bengals versus the Bills playing in a snowstorm. It, well, it wasn't a snowstorm, but it was snowing. In Buffalo, and um, this was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, I feel like people were surprised for the wrong reasons, but it was a surprise. The Bengals take down the Bills, twenty-seven to ten. The yeah, surprise, that was. Um... <laughs> the surprise to me isn't so much that the Bengals won, as much as it is that the Bills only scored ten points in weather that arguably should have given them an advantage because the weather in Buffalo is normally an advantage to the home team. And it, it was just surprising to me that they only put up 10 points. Um, well, let's see. Like, with all the advantages that are going in and out for the Bills, like, it, it, it feels like it's just a combination of factors from what happened. There's a lot of things that I wish that could have gone a little bit more in favor. But I think with just the playoff potency of the Bengals, I think it will just be underestimated because, of course, they're going up against the Bills. The Bills are very fierce. You just don't want to mess around too much against them, but I, I, I'm trying to think of, like, what other factors could have played into it? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, maybe it was in that, like, that second half, like, push, or just, I, I don't know. It's, I feel like there's just more to the story here than, than what we know. Uh, I, I mean, there has to be something there, but I can't imagine what it could have been, but good job on the Bengals. Uh, down three offensive linemen using three backups, and you still score 27 points and come out with a win, so... Good job and good luck against the Chiefs next week. Um, yeah. I think that game is going to be in Kansas City. I don't believe that there's any neutral site for them. But 
I feel like the Chiefs could have a tough fight on their hands against the Bengals if they're playing this well. Yeah, like, the Chiefs definitely have that factor of realizing that maybe they were going to face against the Bills, maybe they were going to face against the Bengals, but now that we have that clear victor that definitely, I guess in my opinion, was a bit of a shock value. Now we're just thinking, all right, the Bengals, they're on a tear right now. Because what, this is the second year in a row that they found their way back in? Yep. Like, it's you can tell they're on, I guess, what you want to call either redemption arc or just some sort of momentum game that it's it's going to reach that unstoppable force. And I, maybe the, I, I can imagine another upset. I can see them going at it again, like just pummeling and just capitalizing. I mean, they did take down the Chiefs last year, so I wouldn't be too shocked to see them do it again. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> like what else can you what else can you think about of a uh, big comeback story and just taking this momentum of being in Bills and just keep going for it? Oh, they're gonna have to keep rolling because next week is not going to be an easy matchup. They're in that prime time six thirty slot too, so that might also play a factor. Oh uh, yeah, competing against all the other. <laughs> But uh, next up for the NFC, let's start with the first game yeah. that occurred Saturday night. The Eagles take down the Giants, thirty-eight to seven. Okay, so you you want to probably take the lead on this for the entire section? <laughs> I just want to know where all the people were that said that it's really hard to beat a team three times in a season. I just want to know where all those people are. At. Are they are they are they silent? Are they silent? I haven't heard anything. Uh, Oh, you should, maybe you need to dig a bit deeper into this comment section. Maybe you'll find something in the in wow. that in that in that salt mounds comment hill. Maybe I don't know. Like that, I don't know. Eagles just they swept, dude. <laughs> they like close to swept. Basically, I mean, thirty-eight to seven. It wasn't even that. Seven points didn't come until the third quarter. So as far as I'm concerned, it was garbage time points by that point because they were down twenty-eight to zero at the end of the half. So, as far as I was concerned, the Giants got shut out. Yeah. It's like, absent whatever <laughs> score that they did. I, I know that, you know, maybe it was just a bad a bad off day, but then again, it's a really bad off day to have in such a pivotal round. Um, like, they got... They got on the board in the third quarter. They thought, like, okay, maybe we can start getting something, even though at the time it was just 7-28. to 28. You know, that could have been a momentum shift. At least it wasn't a complete shutout. But, um, like, I, I, I think that Jalen Hurts just, it, it's more than a return to form for him. It's like a whole renaissance in that game. And if, Anyone wants to know how to have a good day game, you just watch that whole highlight reel. Like, the, three touchdowns. All those, like, any aspiring quarterback should at least take notes of that, especially working with the team and, and the points that he was able to put on board. I, I, don't, I'm, I don't... I ain't got nothing to say. I'm going to just let my team do the talking for me. Yeah, you did. Okay. Because there's, there's a lot of talk going around. And not, oh. I'm just I'm gonna just let I'm just let the team do the talking. Whatever happens, happens. I know what my team can do. I know where they're good. Um and I also know that the other game was complete dog shit. So um let's oh, talk okay, about yeah. that now. Um Okay. <laughs> we had the Cowboys going to San Francisco, taking on the 49ers. Um 
yeah. final score, 49ers 19, Cowboys 12. Uh, this game was poop. Um, 49ers did not score a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Uh, the Cowboys scored one touchdown in the second half and uh, missed an extra point. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys looked like bad. They they, they did nothing. Uh, the it, offense was trash. The defense played well, but the offense was horrid. The 49ers offense wasn't much better. They were also kind of bad. You had that, that one-handed catch that Kittle had. It was a juggle, but hey, it's a highlight, right? Oh, Kittle, Kittle's great, but... Yeah. <laughs> still, a game where both offensive only score one touchdown the entire game. Like, that's 14, not even 14, yeah. because fucking <laughs> Brent Maher can't make field goals. Yeah, oh my god. Two, two touchdowns was... between both teams. That's normally not a good game offensively. I, I feel bad for any kicker that's on that's on the pressure clock when like the touchdowns aren't going down. It's like, oh hey, you know, we need your foot. Real bad right now. He made all his extra points. He just can't make fucking field goals for some reason. Yeah, uh, it's like, what can you do? But uh, I'm not sure if you were watching. But uh, last play of the game, they decided to go with a trick play where they had oh. no offensive line. Okay. Except for Zeke, who was going to hike the ball. Uh, I don't know what the plan was, but uh, Zeke hiked the ball, and then he got mowed over. <laughs> Define mowed over? Like, I think... Uh, the defender stopped for a minute and was like, what's going on? And then once he realized that it was a live play, he just kind of like... Imagine you were the rock. And you were yeah. playing defensive line against, like, a five-year-old Pop Warner kid, and you just went straight through him. That's basically what happened. I don't know what this play was designed to do, but it didn't do any of it <laughs> at all. All it did was look ridiculous. And they, they got the pass off, okay. but the guy got immediately tackled, so... Your, your running back got mowed the fuck over. Yeah. And the person that caught the ball got immediately hit. So you accomplished nothing. You should have just gone for you, you, you risk injury. You risk like thinking like, yeah, we did something fancy that could have gotten you guys like real in the bad spot. Yeah, after you already got Tony Pollard injured earlier on in the game. But uh yeah, this was this was a this was a boring ass game. Uh well I don't I don't know what to say. Uh, I ID Cowboys fans to shut up forever. Um, well, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, y'all won one playoff it. game, but once again, you did nothing. You you have talent and did nothing with it. Uh, you won one playoff game against a bad team, came up against a good team, and then got pooped on. I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure what to say. I I, I think they're just gonna take that dub and like kind of run with it. But then again, they're running into a wall where they just lost. Um, Pretty awkwardly. Yeah. Like, I I, I guess you could just call it just an awkward loss, but people are going to take it up however they can. I'm not sure what else you can call it. But, um, that those two games set us up for our, uh, final games of the playoffs leading into the Super Bowl, which will be the Eagles taking on the 49ers. At 3 p.m., uh, and the Bengals taking on the Chiefs at 6.30. Yes. Um, 
it is looking like the Chiefs. Well, it's not really the Chiefs are favorite. It's more of a pick 'em. Um, okay, so I think the spread is uh, the Chiefs are one point favorites, which means the not the Chiefs. Uh, the Bengals are one point favorites, which means they think the Bengals are going to win by one. The Bengals are underdogs, but they think the Bengals are going to win by one. And, uh, okay, all right, that's fair. Eagles are favored by two and a half, which basically means they think the Eagles are going to win by three. Uh. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not so sure about either one of these games. I feel like it could go either way. Um, let's start with the Bengals and the Chiefs. I feel like that's the more nuanced game to talk about. Um, yeah. Both offenses are good. That's undeniable patrick mahomes is patrick mahomes yep oh yeah you got kelsey out there kelsey's always good but um on the other side you got Burrow, and he has t higgins and he has jamar chase and jamar chase has proven that he is just crazy good and their size will definitely create a mismatch for the chiefs because the chiefs corners are a little undersized and the Bengals defense is also pretty good and uh, the Chiefs' defense isn't horrible, but the Chiefs' defense has never been anything to really write home about. So it's really going to come down to which offense is going to outshoot the other and what defense is going to do just enough to give their team the victory. So I can see why a defense would put up almost a bare minimum, but especially with momentum tilting, it can get it can get really rough um, once we get into the beginning of that second half. I feel like the... The Bengals, they can be very consistent when we especially after halftime when like just the pressure just turned up. Um the Chiefs the Chiefs are no stranger to pressure though, because they have so much experience already in the recent amount of years that I've seen them go through the playoffs from fantasy leagues to even Super Bowls. Like it, it's just the Chiefs are like they earned the moniker of the Chiefs. It's like it's like they became like this is one of the man teams that you have to beat if you really want to make it to the NFL. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely true. They are definitely a team you have to beat. Yeah. And uh, if the Bengals can do it again, then I think we're going to have to start talking about the Bengals being the force to beat in the AFC because this will have been twice yeah. in a row that they go mm-hmm. through the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. They didn't go through the Bills. Chiefs beat the Bills last season. Uh, this will be oh. the second time that – they go through the Chiefs and end up in the Super Bowl, and you don't just make it to back-to-back Super Bowls off of pure luck alone. Oh, yeah, especially I thought it would be like more poetic that they had to beat some of the, the two, arguably one of the toughest, two toughest teams in the NFL back-to-back. I was thinking, yo, what playoffs time, people are really going deep. I mean, they got to dig deep. <laughs> technically, they went through three. They went through the Ravens, the Bills, and now they're going to have to go through the Chiefs. So if they can get through all three, those are the top teams in the AFC right now. So... That's what you would have to do. You would have to go through those teams regardless. So let's see if they can get it done on Sunday. But um, the other game, we have the Eagles and the 49ers. Um, Yes. I feel like this is a little less nuanced and a little more just easy to talk about. Um, Both teams have good defenses. The Eagles finished with the number one defense this season. 49ers finished with the number two. So it really comes down to which offense – is going to be able to break through. Uh, both teams have great weapons. Um, yeah. The 49ers have McCaffrey, 
They have Elijah Mitchell, and they also have the man Debo Samuels. Um, the Eagles have A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and we have Miles Sanders. I think what it's really going to come down to is can Jalen find – can Jalen be that X factor and get around the defense? Can Jalen find the holes in the defense to get A.J. the ball? Yeah. And – um. I'll admit that the that our receivers are mismatches to cover. It is hard to keep them covered, especially AJ, because even if you do cover him, he can just bully the ball into his hands and just run through you. Yeah. But uh, that pass rush of the 49ers isn't a joke. Uh, it's not to be taken lightly. But um, it, it, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Would you say it hit a bit of a snag in the prior game, or or would you like? You mean, would you say that it's just kind of like a little bit just a stumbling block because it's like just you mean, like you mean the Forty Niners defense or? Uh no, their pass rush. Oh, uh, no, no, they got some pressure on deck. Um, okay. Um, uh, actually, let me see. Let me pull up numbers really quick from that. Uh. Yeah, Dak had, he was 23 of 37, 206, with two interceptions. So the, the defense did its job. Yeah. Um, you get two, interce- two interceptions, you make the quarterback throw two interceptions. Because <clears throat> they weren't like, oh, we snuck yeah. something interceptions. They were, we made you panic and throw balls you shouldn't have thrown interceptions. And um, they had a pretty, they, their tackles... We're pretty high. They have three players with five five tackles. They have four players with two assists on tackles. So they might not have gotten two Dak for sacks, but they definitely got yeah. there pressure-wise. Yeah. And, I mean, to keep the Cowboys under 12 points, your defense has to put up. So I don't think it was a bad game for their pass rush. It was just they just didn't get the sacks. Yeah. Because, like, the, sa- the sacks are probably – the, like the most notable like oofs that kind of push a defense like over, mm-hmm. but yeah, at least when you make up for that with all the tackles that came through, at least you know it, it amounts for something that they put in the effort. It's just that it was hard trying to break through. This is also gonna come down to the run game a little bit, I feel, because the Forty ers like to run the ball a lot. That's what they got McCaffrey for. Uh, they occasionally run um, Debo out of the backfield. So it's really going to come down to because the 49ers aren't going to put Purdy in a position where he has to throw the ball. That's not that's not where he's good. That's not what you want him to do. Yeah, he he hasn't. We haven't seen him be a vertical thrower much at all. He might have thrown a few, but it's not like he's not going to go slinging the ball around like that's not what they do. Oh, yeah. It's really going to come down to. Ken is Kyle Shanahan's group going to be able to run block well enough to make it so that Purdy doesn't throw the ball or does Jonathan Gannon have something dialed up to make the 49ers have to throw the ball um apparently McCaffrey has a little bit of a calf injury but I feel like that's not really going to stop him from playing oh no uh, I no. mean this is a trip to the Super Bowl uh if yeah, you're he- not in actual, I can't move pain. I can't imagine you wouldn't be out there. Um, so I, I feel like everybody that can be out there is going to be out there. I'm not concerned about the McCaffrey injury. Um, 
yeah, he like the guy's a tank. He 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 can still put up like great numbers and consistency that anybody would seek him out. Like I I I have little to like no problem with like McCaffrey, especially this season. Hmm. And even if they don't, they also have Elijah Mitchell and there there is a little bit of a drop off between the two of them, but Elijah Mitchell's still good. He puts up numbers, he does his job. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it the, the reason why this one's so hard to talk about is because both teams are so balanced. The Eagles and the 49ers are both pretty balanced. Um, yes, okay. Like, we're more of a... We're, we're deeper up front, okay. but we're, we're not exactly balanced. Like, the 49ers are basically... They're, they're good... Yeah. They're good, not great. They're good, not great in multiple areas. They they don't do too much, but they don't do too little. They do just enough, and they do it well enough to win games. That's how they got here. That's why Brock Purdy is able to do what he does, because the entire team does just enough to get the job done without mm-hmm. making mistakes. They don't do a lot of flashy shit. Yeah. That's probably why a lot of people don't like them, because it's boring to watch. <laughs> it's boring to watch a team not do flashy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but that's what you need. Like, because if you are you willing to go just a consistent amount and not going through it, like, um, it's it, it just boring. As long as it works, is not boring. It works. Like, it, it's yeah, like they don't need to go for like you know the hail mary like fifty yarder or just like a random juggle catch or it's it's like the boring. As long as it works, and people know that, saying like, oh, they're, they're going for the meta pick. Like, of course, because that's the safest way to go you don't want to risk injury you don't want to risk interceptions turnovers that you definitely don't need and you know boring that is something i don't mind because yeah that's how the game is played i i mean i don't mind boring i, I wasn't trying to say i mind it yeah. i'm just saying that's what they do oh, okay. and All right. what it's really going to come down is to is can their boring play and their run game stop the Eagles from doing what they need to do? Can they stop the Eagles from getting the ball to A.J. Devontae and Dallas Goddard? Can they stop? Can they make it so that the Eagles don't have time to run the ball with Miles and Gainwell and Scott? Can they do something to make it so that Jalen can't run? Because if Jalen can run, then everything else is going to work. If Jalen can run, then Miles can run. If Jalen can run... AJ and Devontae are going to get the ball. I'm not even going to mention Dallas. I'm sorry for even mentioning that because oh. Dallas is going <laughs> to get the ball regardless. You're not going to stop yeah, Dallas Goddard yeah. from getting the ball. So it's really just a matter of is the 49ers boring style of football, which is how they played it back in the old days. That, that I'll admit that. It, yep, it has a legacy. It can, has, yeah. Can the 49ers old school style of football – Defeat an Eagles team that has been high octane, smack you in the face, and then shove my fist down your throat style of football. It's going to come down to can the 49ers stop that? Because both defenses are going to show up. I have no doubt both defenses are going to show up. So it's just a matter of can the 49ers offense choke out the game enough for their defense to limit the Eagles. And can the defense limit the Eagles? That's also the like, question. Because 
yeah. Everybody likes to talk about how all oh, the Eagles haven't beaten anybody, but when you look at the numbers, the Eagles and 49ers finished first and second with defense. As shitty a game as the Cowboys offense played last week, their defense yeah. was still in the top five. The yeah. Eagles put up points on the Cowboys defense in both games. One game with Jalen and another game without Jalen. So yeah. the offense performs against good defenses. We can do it. Yeah. But can we do it against this 49ers team whose offense is playing a style that is going to complement their defense by trying to keep their defense off the field as much as possible to give them the rest they need to shut down the offense. That's really what it's going to come down to is, is their offense going to be able to do enough against our defense so that their defense doesn't have to be out there all the time being run all over the field. Like, can you contain Jalen Hurst? Can you contain? <laughs> that That's what it comes down to. And as much as everybody yeah. keeps talking about, oh, Jalen Hurts, yeah. don't don't label him as a superstar. Okay, let's not label him as a superstar. And as an Eagles fan, yes, it upsets me to hear people talk about my quarterback that way. Yeah. But they're right. I just wish that they would say it in a clearer way. Because what it sounds like is that they're saying Jalen isn't good. What they need to say is that, yes, he's good, but he hasn't done anything to put him up to that superstar level, which is true. But if he makes it to the Super Bowl, I'm going to need everybody to shut up. Because when you make it to the Super Bowl, yeah, and you're a core part of your team, that makes you a star. So sure. it really... so. That's why I said earlier, I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let my team do the talking. But I'm this game, just like with the Bengals and Chiefs game, I feel like this is a little bit of a toss-up. This could go either way. Um, I do agree with the fact that Vegas thinks the spread is going to be three points. Uh, I don't see this being a one-point game. Uh, I feel like both teams' defenses are too good for it to come down to being a one-point game. But... I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends in a field goal. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a seven-point game. If it was anything more than a touchdown, I'd be shocked. Because if it was anything more than a touchdown, then one of these defenses has collapsed. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking, especially when the pressure's on at this stage of the game, like the game right before the Super Bowl, at least one or both defenses are going to show a crack. Like maybe not in the first quarter, of course, Like unless something completely horrifying happens. But in the second quarter, I can I definitely see something like that. Because when the pressure's on and they realize, like, oh, my God, we're, we're getting halfway done, it, it, it's going to it's going to get people. Like, it's going to get people. And the issue is, is, like, once either defense cracks, especially in the case of, of the Chiefs and the Eagles, like, it's when the defense cracks, yeah, you can see it. But then it's just, like, everything that's happened to, like, to to exploit it, I, I'm just saying like it's like a two way it's like a two way switch. You have the defense crack, and then are they willing to exploit it? Because there's quite a number of games where you see a crack in the defense, but then you realize like they're not capitalizing on it, so they're able to kind of like recover up and like regain that lead. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and once you find an exploit, once you find something you to exploit, you you choke it out. Yeah. You you do not let. <laughs> you don't let that shit yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, because, like, it's going to take a couple plays for them to just, like, switch up because some of them, they're going to try and stick to this usual thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's, that's 
basically all we have to say about these games coming up. Uh, if we said anything else, we'd just basically be beating a dead horse. Uh, yeah. So that's that's where we stand. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think yeah. either one of us is feeling comfortable picking a game. Yeah, I know, right? It's like it's like maybe after like maybe after the first quarter, I could probably give a, a nudge. I can yeah, give a nudge. But um, I, I'm a, I'm an Eagles fan, and I I would put money on the Eagles just as a fan, but I would not put money on the Eagles because I feel comfortable with them winning. Um, it's just me as a fan. I feel like this game could go either way, so I, I don't feel comfortable picking either one because either game could go either way. But um, there's one last thing I want to talk about before oh, yeah. we head out. Um, we need to get rid of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Whoa, okay, where did this come from? <laughs> uh, the Pro Bowl this year is going to be a flag football game. Okay, let's see. All right, Pro Bowl. Hmm. Um, I don't want to see NFL players play flag football. Uh, there, there's no point in you having defensive players if you're just playing flag football. Like, there's, there's no reason to have the best defensive tackles if you're playing flag football. If this is what we're doing, just, just get rid of it. Like, the only reason why you do that is to lessen injury. Yeah. And like, it... Sorry, go, go. <laughs> if you really want to lessen injury, just get rid of it. Like, the players don't really get anything out of it. And even when it was regular football, like, the players weren't really playing. They, they were giving it enough effort to look entertaining, but they weren't actually giving it full effort. So let's let's just get rid of it. Like, the Pro Bowl, I can see why it's just like, hey, we want to... Give credit to those who performed well over the season, which is fine. Not every team can make it to the playoffs, but there are still some star players that are just getting their shine. It's just that their team collectively just hasn't done pretty well. So, like, the Pro Bowl definitely has that merit, but I think there are other ways to honor, like, people that did well, like players that performed well despite what their team record is. And it's... It's something that it's always like an afterthought, or even just something that just like people just say, "Oh, Pro Bowl, yeah," and that's it. Like, like, do you think they'll ever release an official statement on that? Because the Pro Bowl has always been around for like since when? Uh, it's like it's like was it? I don't even remember. There was a year that like it seems like Pro Bowl was always, um, it was always around. It's just it. it Feels like this is just kind of like the, uh, like, hey, you can play in the Super Bowl time period without actually playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, Pro Bowl started in. It's like 1939, from what I see. Uh, I got 1951 as being the first official Pro Bowl game. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but, wait, yeah. 1939 was the, the NFL All Star game. That's what. Okay. But, but back then, it was actual yeah. football. Like, now it's, yeah. it's flag football. And if we're just playing flag football, then yeah. let's just not do it. Because at that point, we're not yeah. really playing football. Like, Uh-huh, yep. Get some high school kids out there. Let them play flag football on the biggest stage. Let them do that. Like, not NFL players. I feel like that's just a waste. Like, you want to do the skills competition, sure. But if the actual pro bowl game is going to be flag football and like let's let's not like you want to do all the skills competitions go ahead but let's just 
let's not do the flag football. That's weird. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. almost as weird as that year that they did the fucking Madden oh. football. That was also weird. Uh, I understand that it was because of COVID, but yeah, that it, doesn't make it any less weird. It just, you know, people are just happy to try new things, and you know, why not play some Madden? But we have a whole, you have a whole Madden league for that. We don't need yeah. players playing Madden. That's weird. <laughs> like, no. It's like, yo, I'm cool, right? It was like, yeah, you're cool, man. Like, this is, yeah. this is really I mean, I like that one thing that they did when, like, they had an NFL, like, draft, and they, like, drafted players to play in the Pro yeah. Bowl instead of AFC uh-huh. versus... Bring that back and just have it play real oh, football yeah. like that. Do that, but... Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can't with this flag football. Like, I'm not even... I can't... No. You want to know why I watch that game? I watch why? it because Nickelodeon airs it sometimes, and they have, like, oh. characters and the slime. That's what I watch it for. I watch Oh, that. my God. That's what All I right, watch so you got to watch these SpongeBob SquarePants just so I kind of tackle somebody. Yes, yes. I watch SpongeBob fail to tackle, and then whenever anybody scores a touchdown, I watch slime rain down on the end zone. That's what I watch the Pro Bowl for. That That is how little I think about the actual Pro Bowl itself. I'm watching there you it have slime. it, folks. <laughs> there you have it. Slime, touchdown, end goal. Get those people in the seats. Oof. But, uh, yeah, that being said, those are our thoughts on the NFC and AFC Championships games, and that is my thoughts on the Pro Bowl. It sucks. But um, we will be back after the games are over. Um. We're not going to talk about the Pro Bowl anymore, but yep, uh, yep. we said our thoughts. It's all it's all forever <laughs> and great on the internet. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, we will see you guys after the championship games uh, to discuss the upcoming matchups for the Super Bowl. Yeah, because now it's going to be oh god, I can't believe it's ready for the season. It's like, <laughs> whoo boy, yeah man, it's almost time to be all over, right. and then we have nothing but basketball. Oh yeah. Well, and hockey, but I don't, I don't watch hockey. Well, yeah, hockey, hockey's there. He's there for the folks that like it, and yeah, you know, they, I, the, the crowds there are pretty hype, and you have actual kind of fights that that take place. So yeah. it's like, yeah, punch out your stress. Yeah, you do. But uh, until next time, guys, we will see you later. Yeah, take care, guys.